listening to the Strong Howard Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers episode. This is John Ackerman. With me as always, Mike Lara, Tom Edwards. And we brought some friends today. Uh, this, this is just going to be cool. I, I, we've been looking forward to this episode for a while. Um, if you were with us in season two, uh, we introduced you to our good friend, Jeff Kuzma, who sat with us for a couple episodes as we talked about ego and accomplishment. And he tried really hard to not talk about how accomplished he is. And so we did a lot of that talking for him <laughs> and then talk about how we deal with that. Um, so we got Jeff back in the room and then Jeff hooked us up with a couple of his friends who invited us to come sit in their brewery. Yeah. yeah. And so that's where we are right now. Uh, we're in Ashburn. We're at Dynasty Brewing. Drinking some beer. Drinking some beer. And I mean, we've been looking forward to this conversation for a while. Um, so a quick recap. Two years ago, we've talked about the Ragnar race that Mike, Tom, and I did with a few of our friends, Jeff as well. And Jeff brought us out here, like pre-race meeting, introduce everybody. That's right. And so as we're sitting here at Dynasty Brewing, Jeff's telling us a little bit of the story of this place and how you guys got started. And we're just like, this is such a cool story. And we're getting the five-second version. We get the elevator speech. So we're going to get way more out of this one. Um, <laughs> but I mean, for two years now, which coincides with us starting Strong Towers and beginning to do these podcasts and things like that. We've had this in the back of our head of we got to come back here at some point and talk to these guys because this is just a story that needs to get captured. So with that said, there's not necessarily any organizational flow for the evening. We're just going to hang out and talk about things we love. So would you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick just so people can hear your name and your voice together and hopefully keep track of this hot mess? Travis. <laughs> hey, Travis. Hey, Travis from Dynasty. Hey, how you doing? I'm Fabio. Fabio Garcia. I'm the brewer at Dynasty Brewing. Say hello to your people, Jeff. I'm Jeff Kuzma. I'm just a friend, a proud friend and cheerleader for Travis and Fabio here. Yeah, Jeff and Travis know each other well. Work each other. They, work, they know each other from some kind of right, work. From work. From right. work outside of brewing. Jeff through Travis here at the brewery. I do this full time. I work at the brewery full time. So that's kind of like while we're here, I guess. And I work place. at the brewery part time because I have a full time job. So Travis <laughs> and I started the brewery. Well, Travis started the brewery and I joined. Right. We, so. just, we decided to start this about four years ago with another partner of ours. Uh, we initially were going to start a distillery. Okay. And uh, the barrier entry to, to owning a distillery is, is significant. So. My partner at the time said, hey, why don't we open a brewery? And I said, brewery? There's a million breweries in Loudoun County. Why do we want to open a brewery? <laughs> and then the more I thought of it, I said, well, I have this friend I've known for, I've known Fabio since 1997-ish. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fabio is modest. Fabio worked, was one of the brewers at Old Dominion Brewing Company, which was the first brewery oh, cool. in Loudoun County oh, awesome. in a, a long time ago. Yeah. So I was just a beer geek. And so... I knew Fabio from uh, the late 90s, and I would I would patron the uh, Old Dominion. So Fabio and another gentleman started Lost Rhino Brewing Company uh, in, uh, in mid-2000s. And so I followed Fabio to Lost Rhino when Old Dominion closed. And so Fabio has been a friend, and I would always come in there and bug him, give him dumb ideas to, hey, why aren't you brewing this? Why aren't you brewing that? He would, 
he would say he was he was gracious and would you know humor me and say oh that's a good idea with no intention which I realize now <laughs> being part of a brewery that you have no 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 no, no intention ever do, following through but, right. but it, so fast forward uh, Fabio we brought Fabio in as consultant to to start a, a, a brewery and so it took us a while to determine a name it took took us about six months to find a name that a unique name out there that's not taken that you can find a web address for. Mm. Yep. So I was doing some research on Wikipedia of all places, and we just, we found out the Virginia dynasty at the time was the, the four of the first five presidents were Virginians, and they called mm. it the Virginia dynasty. So we're like, hey, we just need one name for a brewery, right? So dynasty brewing. That's so cool. it was a simple name. So dynasty, that's, that's where our name originated from. So, but Fabio initially was a consultant and he was, had another job lined up and, um, Eventually, we convinced Fabio, thank God, to join the team as a partner and the brewer. And he came on board, and the rest is history. So, a little bit of the history of our equipment. So, Fabio <laughs> has been around for 25 years, uh, knew how to find some uh, solid used equipment. So, Fabio found on our the Brewers Association website, he found some used equipment in Seattle, all the way across the country. That was quality equipment that uh, he thought we should take a look at. So, Fabi and I, we flew out there and uh, took a look at the equipment, which was owned and was owned by the owners of Rock Bottom Brewery and Gordon Biersch. There's a yeah. conglomerate company oh, wow. in Colorado yeah, that owns all these breweries. They're sitting at the brewery now. You can take a yeah. Look at, you know, the, the brew house is right there. So, we put the brew house right behind the bar. And, uh, yeah, it, the lettering, blue kettle lettering. Yeah. yeah. So, any. Rock bottom in the country. That's right. That's a right. Okay, jacket. Yeah. It, it's a quality quality manufacturer. So we left there and came back and decided to buy the equipment. We had it sent over here, shipped to us was five tractor trailers. I think came here. Wow, wow. five <laughs> tractor trailers that ended up. One of them was a crazy Russian. One was a crazy Russian. <laughs> so the story behind the driving the uh, the equipment from Seattle to Virginia, which is almost across the country, was the gentleman who arrives in second place. Left last, yeah. and that tells you how crazy he was. He he, he arrived <laughs> here. He brought two fermenters, twenty barrel fermenters, which are large pieces of equipment. Yeah. Uh, he he gets here and says, "Oh, you know, I left last. Got in, came in second. And he, uh, you know, we offload his equipment. He he drives to Richmond. Fasty Cody. He calls us from <laughs> Richmond, Virginia, and said, "Hey, you guys never signed my invoice. I need to come back." So he drove to Richmond and drove all the way back from Richmond in rush hour for us to sign his invoice. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. How crazy of a guy. Crazy. That is crazy. But the uh, the long pole intent for us to get started here was really finding a location. Yeah. Because you know, that's what Fabio kept telling us. It took us a year to find a location in Loudoun County or we looked in Prince William County as well. It had to be zoned correctly. Uh, we are basically a small factory, right, Fabio? Man, we're manufacturing, yeah. so, yeah. so it's, yeah. you need zoning, like, you know, we can find other kind of things to discuss. So it's zone for industrial, retail, safe. Yep, yep. So you can do the brewing and sell it here. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of always been our goal is to do some, you know, manufacturing straight, make all the beer you want, but you gotta sell it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the hardest part. So we need a location that uh, kind of kind of fit into the neighborhood a little bit. But yeah, it's an industrial park. We're real close to Ashford itself. And yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, and I was gonna say even 
four years ago when you guys started, there wasn't nearly as much residential yeah. right around the corner as there is now. So you kind of lucked out. Yeah, it's built. We've uh, built up around us. It, it continues to build up. Yeah. So that, that's really good for bringing. I mean, out the front window, we can see the Redskins. Oh, excuse me. Washington football team. <laughs> yeah, Washington. <laughs> yeah. It's Washington football team's headquarters. Right. <laughs> the bubble literally is out our front window for those yep. folks out there. Imagine where we are. So we literally can see their bubble. Yeah. Really. You ever getting those guys come in? We have not. We've had not one as far as we know. You can tell football players. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're so massive. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't think they're you know, going to drink a lot of beer during the season, right? I think off season they take off maybe. Yeah. So you said you were a beer geek and yeah. that's how you knew Fabio. Fabio, how did you get into brewing? So it's been a while. So this year. Yeah. I turned fifty this year too. We yeah, both we're like, hey, a month like, apart. Hey, we a party? A month apart. We turned fifty. <laughs> you invite me to the party. Yeah. I'll show you pictures later. It's a good. All right. There's a really small socially distanced yeah, party. Was, you make the twenty-five cut. We, did it, we were originally <laughs> going to go to Germany Oktoberfest with everybody, but we did it on my Porsche. I'll send you pics. It looks good. Okay. <laughs> it was good. Understand. So like I was on fifty years, right? So yeah, you know, Charles in the army. Yeah, school. He went to the uh, army. Yeah. I did not. I was uh, I was a good college student, but I had no idea what I was going to do. So I, I got a job at a, at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> got a job at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know, it, it turned out to be a brew pub. You know, like. Um, like those guys, I have pretty good time at the brewery side of things because I'm working, making nachos in the kitchen, and <laughs> yeah, picking up some Sunday shifts at the bar, and the brewery guys are having a great time, right? Because they're like the brewers, running around, like making beer, talking about beers, like oh, this is great. So quickly made friends with the brewers, um, and that led quickly led to a job and became brewer at that place. Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, and it, I'm surprised that became a career in that, in that sense. Like it went from working for like a part-time job to like a, just a job to a funding career job and it became a career. Right? From yeah. Working. And then that's the mid-90s when blue pubs were kind of taken off in the brewers. And uh, so I applied for, I got a job in as a brewer in Richmond, you know, moved to Richmond, and uh, yeah, became a head brewer right away. Like I was like, mid twenties, got a job as a head brewer. You kind of led to, you know, you had a knack for it. That was kind of like the thing I kind of realized right away. It could kind of like I could actually do this job without too much effort. I kind of like, yeah, yeah, natural talent in a sense, much better than what would have supposedly. Supposed to be doing something else, right? Uh, what I went to school for, in a sense, I'm like, ah, oh, this is, comes natural to me. I think I can do it. So it became a, it became a career. It's kind of surprising. It became a career. Like, I always thought like one job after another. Just um, like, oh, this job's done. Uh, we're gonna, you know, I gotta find a real job. And then somebody <laughs> will call me like, hey, I heard you're done with that job. Would you come work over here? Okay, you know, 
it, it, it's gone on a, in a dynasty in some ways. Just like one job after another, it kind of just like kind of yeah, it's gone. They keep pulling you in. Yeah, it's, it's gone. Just when you thought you were out, they suck you back in. Is that the quote? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. Are you originally from like Virginia or where? Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I'll, my joke is like I was born and partly raised in Arlington. I was born, I am born, I was born in Arlington, but I grew up in uh, Brazil. The first ten years and twelve years of my life was in Brazil. Okay, okay. Uh, my mom was Brazilian. We moved to Brazil, and then uh, you know, moved back, moved back, and uh, so it's always kind of funny. Like, where are you from? Like, well. <laughs> I get it. I, uh, I don't sound like I'm from Arlington, but uh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You speak Portuguese? I did speak Portuguese. I, 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 that's where I studied in, in college. So that was kind of. Uh, I, uh, I thought that was going to go work in the State Department or some kind of. Georgetown. Yeah. State, it's a Georgetown. State Department. Foreign yeah. Service. Right yeah, I thought I was going to do that kind of thing. Foreign Service to Brewing Beer. I'm not that smart. <laughs> Man, that's a yeah, good right there. Yeah, 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 that's a whole other yeah, episode. Georgetown, let's do beer, right? <laughs> yeah. I love having a bunch of guys sitting around a table that know parts of each other's stories and can out you when you're not telling the whole truth. <laughs> That's one of my modest. favorite parts of doing stuff Bobby like is this. very modest. He's, he's a very good brewer, very good artist, as I call him. He, he, he brews a hell of a great beer. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I mean, from what we're sampling right now, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It started out with the strongest beer we have. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. Now, so. You need more. No, this <laughs> was amazing. We got down and down a little bit. <laughs> So, Travis wanted to start dynasties with Travis and Pat. Pat, unfortunately, passed away right right before we opened. Right. It's kind of a uh, big shock for us. I thought that was, you know, the yeah. project in many ways. Like, oh, shoot. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, don't, don't get past me. <laughs> as long as I stay in the curse we're jar. fine. It's kind of what I Anybody yeah, was. it was like oh, yeah, was, I like these guys good. a lot, and I thought this was, this could be great. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, it was quick too for Pat. It was just, yeah, it was like, yeah. It was all involved and it's gone all, all of a sudden. Um, um, he was adamant when he passed away and told his wife Michelle. Michelle's our partner, so Travis right. himself, Michelle. No, no, we're gonna finish this in, in this project, right? Um, so we just kept going. It's kind of kept going. Just keep moving forward, right? Yeah. We, we yeah difficulties along the way, but we just kept pushing forward, right? Every day, something. Um, so you're, you're talking about the signature beers. Oh, right. So we didn't know what you're going to. Oh, so that's how Travis got to know each other. He and I got to know each other, yeah. right? So, I made boring beers at Lost Farm, basically, according <laughs> to Travis, right? Like, yeah. No, this is how we got to know each other. Like, we got to know each other right when I worked at Old Dominion. It was kind of like, uh, I was a uh, chef boy over there and uh, became the brewery manager. Um, and then, uh, uh, Travis and, uh, has a good group of friends here in Ashburn, so, these guys just come around. 
it's fun to like you know, they like beer and they travel around. So it's fun to like, oh, we gotta try this beer, try this beer. Go to the tanks and we package next. Um, so when I when we started Lost Rhino and uh, same kind of thing. So you know, guys going around with friends like, gotta try this. Like it's good. It, it was great. It, I, I love that feedback. Right, like this IPA is great. All this feedback, right? Yeah. All this feedback. Yeah. like, it's fine, but she really tried this. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, we used to hang out, you know, go to his back porch, try some beers, you know, like, right. it's like, yeah, this, this, this company, this, 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 your own, you rented it. I don't know how that worked. Well, no, Fabio hooked us up. We brewed a no, so tiny equivalent. Yeah. So we did, that was the part of the conversation. We kept going, yeah. like, you know, try this. Try yeah. it. Like, we yeah. should make a beer like this. Let's do it. So we did. Well, we did. It turned out well. It, called, it was Dead Fish. Dead oh, fish man. Like, yeah. Dead Fish. I, I, my buddy Keith yeah. brought me over to, to Lost Rhino to, to try that out. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, that was 2014. That was, an, that was amazing. I remember, I remember having a, that over there in Lost Rhino. It was yeah. a good West Coast IPA. Yeah. That was yeah. Deadfish IPA had the double, the double IPA, right? Yeah. Is that what it yep. was? Yeah. I remember it that. Was. I remember so that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like the start <laughs> of our collaboration part of it. <laughs> what are you laughing? I love how you remember all the details. Oh, it was over 8%. No, yeah, it was dead fish. I mean, you remember all these yeah, details. No, Fabio, we, that, was, that was Charles recipe. It's got like the start of our yeah. Yeah. collaboration with friendship. It's all yeah. part of friendship. It's like, so it's like, hey, should, should we try this? Just do That's something awesome. different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you, you said fleet beers, but we don't really have fleet beers here at Dynasty. We don't, I mean, our, our fleet beer is our lager. We have a great Dynasty lager, which I, I will tell people out there, if you want to determine if a brewery is good, you try their lager first because if their lager is, then you, you know what the brewer can do. That because lagers are hard to brew. So yeah, yep. Fabio, I call him the lager king. I mean, he's really that's his best beers. But he and I kick it around. We we want we brew a lot of IPAs, a lot of stouts, a lot of funky stuff. But we discuss we don't want to have fleet beers because today's with social media and the way you know kind of attention spans are today, we've determined that hey, we're going to release a new beer once uh, every week or every two weeks. That's it's not a fleet beer. Hey, it's a new a new name. So yeah. Tiny Dictator is one of our fleet stouts, but uh, we have a new double vis- uh, double IPA almost every two weeks. Yeah, different hops, combos, different flavor profiles. But per se, to have a fleet beer, we just don't do that because nice. people are demanding what's next. Yeah, yep, it's right. Not like you know, what's new? You know, what what do you? And and then that, I think that's there's it's good in a way because you can experiment till your heart's desire. Now it puts pressure on you for. Constantly getting a new label and <laughs> from that side, label and the and logistics of getting a beer out the door. But from the side of just experimenting, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. We, we just did one recently with the uh, Crosswires. We did some yeah, experiments with oatmeal. What's that? Yeah. What do you guys want to try next? Yeah. We can, we can get <laughs> you. Yeah, you, you, you yeah. I'll, get, I'll get him an idea. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like you were saying, there are a, a lot of breweries in Loudoun County and it seems like more opening every year, right? And so to be able to distinguish and, and to bring the people in, you know, there there needs to be that difference of what are we bringing to the table yeah. that people are going to come to Dynasty to seek it out. 
the the level, the quality of the brewing, but also the variety. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a lot of times, at least for me, that's why I like going to a craft brewery. Is let me see what these guys are doing. Yeah, what they have that I haven't had before, or you know, their twist on whatever. Yeah, it's uh, Charles and I agree on many things in that part of it. it. We always kind of wanted not to have too many beers on tap. So we have yeah, we live yeah. ourselves. To, we had twelve taps. One of them was water. Now it's one. The other one's seltzer. Salsa's getting big, right? Salsa, so, so we kind of limited ourselves how many beers we have on tap. So we're not going to have thirty beers on tap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just not going to do it. Yep. Um, so we've got like, yeah, we're going to have three great IPAs. We're going to have a couple good lagers and a couple of stouts. It's going to be, yeah, we're going to rotate those things out, and uh, we have a good enough relationship that. Tell me, like, this beer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you know, you gotta do better. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's part of it. Like, you're gonna have so many beers on tap. Say, eight beers on tap. They, they all have to be, yeah, good. yeah, right. Yeah. You can't have a dud. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. We have like a lot of beers. And I'm, I'm coming from a place that I used to work at places that you have lots of beers on tap. Right. That's kind of was the the, Thank the, you, the normal craft beer thing to have lots of beers on tap. When you're a brewer or a place that has like twenty some beers on tap. If you have a couple of duds on, that's fine because it just keeps the yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. you just have, like, yeah. I have to have twenty four beers on tap. Yeah. And Charles like, there's no way. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> too, like, many. too many. Right. Too yeah. many. You compete with yourself really when yeah. you do that, right? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, you have twenty four taps, you're competing with yourself. You don't yeah. yeah. Not all of them are gonna be great. Not all of them are gonna be great. We we strive actually, we talk about this. Every brew, every beer we make, we try to make it better always. The next time, we do. Yeah. Always striving to make it better. How can we make it better? What about what's a better flavor profile? You know, aroma profile, whatever it is, to try to try to constantly make it better. Yeah. It, it sounds like never settle, right? It sounds like we get it right all the time. We, get we don't. <laughs> oh, we don't. Absolutely not. I mean, there's yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's some there's some <laughs> frustrations. Yeah. yeah. Much frustration. Yeah, I was asking you earlier, yeah. if you don't mind saying, how often do you actually brew a beer and you're like ooh that kind of sucks there's some heartbreakers in there that we talk about <laughs> like that we that, dump that it's like oh, it comes out great in the first couple of days like fantastic like, oh, this is great so great and then it just turns on you and you're like oh oh we were doing this thing <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we, we will and we have dump beer I mean we won't serve like down the drain product. Down the drain dump? Down the oh. drain. Wow. I mean, if it's a substandard product, we're not going to serve it. That's, uh, I yeah. think most breweries are that way. Yeah. I would hope. I mean, yeah, you just don't <laughs> hear about that. You just well, think. You don't want, I mean, it's like anything else. If you have bad product, you don't want to wow. serve it out there, right? Customers always right, right? Wow. We want to have good yeah. product. The, the beers that we make, so we make a range of beers. We have, uh, we have a couple of lagers on tap. Lagers are pretty stable. Maybe just because I know how to brew them. Lager King. Yeah. It can last a little longer. Um, the big stouts, the lost stouts tend to weather better. They, they age yeah. well. Age. The, the beer you're drinking on, like a hazy IPA, they, right. they can turn pretty quickly. Yeah. Fantastic to like really do 
mediocre to really bad. fast. And yeah. Days. And sometimes it's kind of shocking to see it like progress and falls yeah. out and it's gone. Oh, yeah. Week, you're like, oh my god, this beer was great last week. That's like terrible. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's got to be fast. heartbreaking. Yeah, you yeah. have to see. Yeah, well, that's why you drink. I would argue you always drink beer fresh, right, from your local brewery. Yeah, right. Get beer fresh and drink it fresh, because it's a you know it's gonna it's commodity. You got to drink it quick, drink mm-hmm. it fresh. So do you guys have like release dates? Is it one of those ones where you're like, hey, uh, we're like on we're schedule? Working on that. Yeah, yeah we're. we're <laughs> I would say we're the most organized of breweries, and that's kind of how we are. That's. Yeah. Kind of how we like it, though, right? That's good. Yeah. This is kind of who we are. We're not. Uh, it's really a family affair, right? It's cool. in our brewery. It's Fabio, myself, Michelle's our partner, and then I've got kids and stepkids that are involved. We've got my stepdaughters that do a social media, that do all of our labeling, do all of our art in here. They've done all this, and so I mean, it really is a family affair. So we. That's awesome. We're not. We don't rush anything, really, do we? I don't think we do. I mean, we. I mean, it's good and bad in a way, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's our strength, but yet our weakness, right? I mean, we don't, uh, I mean, our schedule's on, a, on our whiteboard around the corner if you guys want to check it out. It's not, uh, and it's about the, the, the three weeks is the, is the, is the long view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> three weeks is our long view, so that's not, uh, and what are we doing today is pretty much where we are, right? Yeah. Well, what, what's, so just for people that maybe don't know brewing as, as much, what is your, um, I guess, timeline look like for different beers in terms of how far out you need to plan? That's a good question. So, uh, yeah, so brewing goes, the brew day is pretty standard, like the hot side of things, like cooking, senses, it's a day, like six to 12 hours, six to eight hours. You take it a little longer, then you take, some malted barley, and wheat, and oats, and crush that up, turn it to get some sugar water out of it, boil it up, add some hops. At that point, you add some yeast, and ferment it, turns alcohol. So, a couple of things that we're doing is uh, we're using uh, some local ingredients. So, we're making these hazy IPAs. Um, so we use a lot of to make these things hazy, uh, grain with a lot of protein, in it. so that's wheat notes. And that's what can grow in Virginia as opposed to barley. Right. Jeff, you can grow that on your farm. You no, can grow that on your farm, no, Jeff. No, <laughs> yeah, because that's uh, uh, you get a Kuzma <laughs> hazy IPA out of it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Jeff's so farm so, Oh, barley's a harder brewing barley, like multi barley, is harder to grow. Right, so. Like high and dry, kind of like North Dakota, kind of Idaho, those kind of the long summers and dry weather. Mm-hmm. But Virginia's wet, so wheat notes seem to do pretty well. So we get some local ingredients for that. That's that's just a personal thing. I like to use some local stuff. It's a connection. So I, you know, it's, it's so great to go to the farm. Like, hey, I bought you, your yeah, wheat. And, you know, like it's. I don't know, it's I like that. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, it's a little harder work. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and then for the hops, it's harder for locally grown hops. You have one beer that we use year, uh, yep. once a year for uh, locally grown hops. That's all we can get locally grown hops. It's basically a batch. Okay. Uh, 
Um, but for the two days, one once, once one day, and then we do that once or twice a week, and it takes about three or four weeks to wear a batch. Um, a lot of stuff in between, but basically three or four weeks, and then we can package it. And we chose to package most of our stuff in cans and our IPAs and cans and loggers and cans and stouts and bottles. Stouts each longer. Right. Yeah. So it's probably like a day on the back end. Yeah. So packaging is the hard part. Not the hard part. Right. So we have, a, we have some packaging in house and we get some uh, uh, mobile canning come in to help us package. Okay. Wine, the cider, and then package whatever. Yeah, package. Cool. So I know sometimes when, like, when we hear about other people doing things that sound awesome, right? It's it's really easy to just assume that this must just be like the greatest job in the world. It's a good job. Yeah, it sounds like (laughs) I mean, you got the creativity piece, you got the community aspect, you get to interact with people. Travis, you talked about like you get to bring family into this. Um, I mean, is this just that great of a job? I mean, did did you guys just just hit strike gold on this? And are there some tough days? It's got gold. I always think uh, it's uh, it's. It's it's uh working over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta polish it up some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's polish good. it a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Compared to my day job, this is that's funny. Travis says that. This is my dream. I mean, I yeah. You come and go when you want. Well, you got Fabio. I mean, there, our schedules are loose. Yeah. As long as the product's done, there's nobody watching us. Clock watchers, you know. It's you. You know, you're more of your own. There's more freedom and enjoyment, right? I mean, to me, compared to a structured. You're more of a structured job, more of nine to five here. It's more creativity. You got a partner and we work together and it's like, hey, I'll be there tomorrow. No worries. I'll be there tomorrow. There's no stress of somebody saying, oh, you know, he's, he's not putting in eight hours. No, nobody cares, right? right? Get the job done, make fun stuff. That's It's it's much more enjoyable, much more relaxing. Uh, it's much uh, less stress and, uh, to me. It's funny you said so because I was thinking like, like oh, that's like my standard lines. Like, he's like, oh. Well, the brewery is like working the silver amount. It's like the, yeah, it's, right. Yeah, it's just like kind of like, like just yeah, it is. Like, oh, it's not yeah. quite gold, but it's yeah, there. It's, gold. Away. Yeah. it's like keeps chipping away, plugging away, chipping yeah. away. You hope you get like a little nugget. Oh, I don't want to get it. yeah, yeah, you do. So I have another month. So the answer is compared to your nine to five job. Yes, it's, it's that's awesome. fantastic, it's but it's not. It's not a highly <laughs> someone to be doing this for. Yeah, he's been doing it for twenty. Yeah, I, I, have, I, I, have I get not, it every now and then. I don't think I ever going to retire. It's like, oh, oh my God, open, open another brewery. So <laughs> yeah, like, that's what we talk about. Yeah, we're not going to retire from a brewery. You know what I mean? I can just see the. We're oh, going to sell these. The, well, we, well, the other thing we haven't talked about is yeah. we have a second location in Leesburg. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, we have right. a second location in downtown Leesburg. So, you know, uh, we eventually would like to get another location one of these days down the road and have enough where we could eventually, you know, Produce good product and then, and then sell, and Fabio will start another one, right? Yeah. <laughs> As we retire, let's start another one. So you're brewing in Leesburg, too? Yes, we brew in Leesburg. Okay. Oh, wow. Small it's system. Small. Of, I hack the hack me, the non brewer, tries to brew in Leesburg, and Fabio comes over there, the master brewer, and laughs and, and helps. <laughs> no, we, just, we call those the experimental batches. It's a half barrel brew system in Leesburg and Ashburn here. We have 10 barrels, so oh, it's wow. almost 10 times the volume. So I just come up with crazy ideas. Recently in Leesburg, that we're going to release this week uh, before Thanksgiving is a little day, little Debbie oatmeal stout. 
It's imperial. Ooh. Oh, nice. So it's uh, fantastic. So you got that little Debbie, you know, oats and cream yeah. flavor that uh, we're going to release on Wednesday. So I like to do the crazy stuff. It's kind of like the partnership. Yeah. Like Fabio says, what like, the hell are we doing? Like, I'm going to make a stout with little yeah. Debbie's like, okay. You can do that. Little Debbie's like, oh, we're actually making a beer with little Debbie. Yeah. And it actually tastes good. So, I mean, it's just the craziness that. You know, you can do that. So then Flavio appeases uh, me, and then he gives me a recipe, and then uh, I start it off, and then he's like, oh, we need to do this. And, and actually, I'm excited about the beer, actually. We'd like to do some more experimental. Yeah. It's a pastry stout, which is kind of popular right now in the industry. So, you know, IPAs, pastry stouts, you know, sours, Berliner Weisses. But we're, we're, we're you know, we're expanding, like, we're expanding like more. Stuff. We, we, we like, I do. We, mm-hmm. we, our beers tend to, you're right, Flavio is right, our, our or like double IPAs tend to be a little sweeter. The one you guys are drinking now, Crosswires, yep. has lactose in it, a little lactose, which gives it a really soft, hmm. you know, milk sugar. So it's, yep. I don't know if you notice that. In yeah. There. There's a lot of uh, oats in that. There's 200 pounds of actually mixed up flaked oats in that, which we experimented for the first time with. So Fabio's great. I mean, he's he's a traditionalist, but he he'll he's up for any kind of crazy, awesome. crazy ideas, which is good. Well, maybe no. Okay, let's try it. So. I think that's what's kind of the fun part of it. Yeah, it's fun part. Wait, wait a minute. Real <laughs> little Debbies? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We, yes. Pretty real little real Debbies. <laughs> what do you drunk. do? Crumble them up? Yeah, there, we put some in the actual boil, and we, uh, I don't think we had any in the mash. Kuzma, when was the last time you had a little Debbie? It's little Debbie? Yeah, 20, 20 years yeah. ago? I apologize for my enunciation. I bet you haven't had one. In, I haven't had one in a long time. Somebody said, I think that Nick Saban eats one every day for lunch. He really? Eats the same meal. <laughs> no, he does. <laughs> Nick Saban eats the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I think one of his one of his splurges is a little Debbie cake. Decision fatigue. Wow. Yeah, he knows what it's easy. But you, you, it's, it's worth a try if you I'm like stouts. pick one up on the uh, way home. Yeah, too. we're going to swing by. It's a, oh, it's yeah, a pastry for sure. stout, so we're going to That's what Jeff's envisioning his run to the brewery on Wednesday. That's like a mile Goose, and a half I'll be right? out there when <laughs> yeah. you want to join us. It's going to be, uh, it's it's good. It's different. It's wow. Good. Yeah. That's cool. You guys still, it's a business, obviously, and you, you want to operate it as a business and make money, but at the same time, you're having fun. You're really that's, enjoying. That's kind of like the, the realization that at some point, yeah. like, the career is like, like yeah. that to be successful in this business, you have to be having you have to have fun with it and be creative with it. Yeah. If you just like, I'm going to make a you know, standard IPA day in, day out, I don't think you're going to make it. Yeah. Know? Right. Part of it, people want to change. Yeah. They want something fun. It's you know, not like, non fleet beers like we talked about. Yeah. yeah we just don't want to. Uh, maybe that's just us, but I think I think that's part of the industry itself. Like, yeah. Yeah. The consumer wants, like, yeah, get your well uh, made IPA from Sierra Nevada. Right. right. Yeah. It's great. And it's Hazy consistent thing all the time. Hazy little thing they have out is good, but it's yeah. not like getting a local, one of the local breweries around yeah. here. Right. One like, of their fresh like, IPAs. It's different. Yeah. different. Right. Yeah. So you have to be different Definitely. than that. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to compete with that. You know, like, but that's also like, so you, you've been a, a brewer and a, and a master brewer for 20 some years now. Right. So you could have gone the route of working oh, at one of the big houses or. Yeah, I thought that was my track. No doubt about it. Yeah, mostly I thought that was my track. It's like, but the industry's not going that way. Right. Call up to the major leagues. Come up to 
in Bev or you're going to yep. go up to yep. Sierra Nevada or right. you're going to go to somewhere big, right? But and, then you yeah, also, you lose the, the ability to create, yeah. right? You lose the ability to have fun and do different things because they're brewing. I mean, even they if they fleet beers, but you know, I give them credit. They are, their processes are so methodical that they can replicate. Yeah. Their oh yeah. Phenomenally. Oh, I mean, oh yeah. Now we, the, the good thing about small brewers, they're not growing and, and, and but small breweries is there's the uniqueness. Right. The flavor profiles are, right. I mean, Budweiser's not going to, Inbev's not going to do a, a little Debbie, you know, stout as an example. Right. They're not going to try the crazy <laughs> yeast combinations that we tried, right. yeast right. profiles. It's yeah, for beers is so every time you pick up a Bud Light, it's yeah. going to be exactly the same. It's standard, right. it's very good for what it is, and they do well at it. So yeah, but you don't have the same kind of side. input. No, no, no. That, that's no, the uniqueness it's of us. It's just kind of interesting to see the industry grow from people. You know, when I started, it was you know, it's microbrews, craft Right, he's got invented along the way. He became a craft brewer. Like that's more apt. You know, it's better description to, to what it is. Or, Crafting something, mm, yeah, um, and even like the large craft breweries now, like they're not that big, right? It's not even close to be that big. Yeah. In this area, though, the largest craft breweries are Port City, right? not really, really that big. You know, they're it's, not that big, right? They're smaller than the mini ones when I was working, right? Like, oh, you know, so seven thousand barrels, right? Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of funny. Like, it could change quickly. Like, to be more creative. Is more profitable. Seems to me so that's what the way we're going. Like, yeah, I can make the same IPO over and over again, but I don't think people really want that. Yeah. Well, and just hearing the joy that you guys have talking about, like all the fun new crazy ideas. Well, right. That's not the the dream is not to to find the thing and keep making that one thing for the next twenty years. It's let's just let's keep mixing it up and having fun with it. Yeah. It's a combination, yeah, I agree. It's a combination of both because, you know, it's kind of pressure. It's like, hey, I finally figured out this thing. We can make this IP over and over again. And Charles like, like, over that? <laughs> or? Uh, like, what's well, like, new hops? I got this new hop blend. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at new hops all like, the time. What's, okay, what's, all right, what's hot? That's, yeah. You know, so it's like, it's fine. All right, so flip side of that, though. Like, let's say the Little Debbie Oatmeal Stout doesn't work out. How many times do you guys try to iterate and say, all right, we'll do another batch. Yeah. You know, we'll tweak this. We'll go to we'll- Zebra Cakes next or Ho-Ho's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll just jump to something. I will show up and try that we'll one. We'll try Ho-Ho's. Yeah. We'll try Twinkies. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We'll try Fruit Loops. I mean, uh, we, we don't let – our ego and pride doesn't get in the way. If it's, no, if it's awesome. a dud, which we have duds. I mean, anybody will tell you duds. It could be duds for a myriad of reasons. But if it doesn't taste well, the what we can consider well, and that's the other thing I've learned is – Everything's subjective. Sure. Because yeah. my taste and five years taste are similar, but they're different. And what yeah. I think tastes good to some customers doesn't taste right. good. And then you got to get your ego out of it because, you know. Yeah. It, it, you, I mean, that's part of it for me. That was one of the biggest shots. It's like, oh, I think this tastes great. And then it's like other people don't think so. But we're pretty good at getting stuff. I was going to say, decent. how often do the two of you disagree on whether or not a beer is good? Not very often. I don't know. Not very often. Probably about a I mean, maybe. I mean, nice. styles, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're very similar in beer styles. We like, I mean, we like daylight to dark, as I say, lagers to mm. Russian Imperial stouts. I mean, there's nothing, I'm not big on sours. And we, we did just start our, thanks to Fabio, we just started some seltzers, which are really, yeah. really good. 
And Leesburg, Leesburg is predominantly where we're going to do our seltzer testing. So if you guys want to come to Leesburg right now, we have two all. We have a lemonade seltzer and a peach mango seltzer. Okay. So nice. we're going to try in the next month or two to get kind of feedback from customers to determine what they like the best. They figure out how to package. So how to package yeah. it. And then in the spring, yeah. summer, we're going to we're going to package seltzers, which is weird challenge. Weird challenge for breweries. I mean, it's not right. it's seltzers. You're not a brewery, but yeah, people buy it. So. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, but they, 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 they taste. That's the thing. Is make yeah. a really clear seltzer that that tastes tastes good. So we'll we'll do that. One of the things you guys talked about is how many breweries there are in Loudoun County. Is that something you guys even like pay attention to the like the noise that's coming from other people, or is it just like, hey, let's just brew the best like, product? We like to know. We like to know those guys. Yeah. Like yeah. People are running. Be friends with them, but. It doesn't really bother us as competition yeah. at all. We're, we're supportive of all of them. We, yeah. Yeah, every brewery in Lyme County, we know the owners and the brewers, and we're very – we get along with all of them. I mean, we help them. In fact, we had a brewery come over today that asked for our uh, compressor. Their compressor broke, and we uh, – yeah, no problem. Here, take our compressor. Out the door it went. And, you know, that's just how it works. Hey, I need some hops. Hey, I'm running out certain kind of malts. And we've had – I mean, this is a weekly yeah. occurrence. Somebody needs something to sure. around, and we just—it's yeah. a very uh, cohesive, uh, you know, kind of community. Really, yeah. no, that's awesome. People are—I mean, we're we're frenemies, kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we are. I mean, but mostly friends. Very, very little enemies, in my view. I mean, mostly frenemies. We're, the reason I asked because we were out having a team meeting out in one of the breweries uh, on Friday. We saw we saw a Dynasty logo on a couple. Uh, a kegs out at, at B Chord, and so we were oh, yeah, just yeah. like, "Yeah, we're like, hey, wait a minute, we, we we're know gonna, B Chord well, yeah, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna go talk to folks, yeah, yeah, yeah." We're good friends with Marty and the uh, guys at B Chord. Yeah. We've helped them out. Yeah, I work with Marty once in a while. Get some beers on. Yeah, yeah, we've helped them. Yeah, but you guys are around here, right? So you got your breweries are Bear Chase, Bear Chase, uh, yeah, Bear Chase. Farm, B Chord. Adroit, which I, I yep. think has got yeah. great beers yeah. in Percival. So, but I work right down the street, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna start coming here on one. Oh, you work <laughs> you work close? Yeah, I'm right across. I'm over there uh, on the other side of One Loud, and so yeah, come down. We're yeah. we're always open, and we're always here. We're we're open Wednesday through Sunday, but we're here seven days a week. If somebody's in here during Monday through or Tuesday, we'll open the door, sell beer. We're always sure. We don't turn people away ever. Someone knocks on the door, except for Jeff, right? Jeff Jeff right. comes down. You. Kuzma's got close, the, close the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> we got access to the back. Yeah. We gave you the code, actually, Kuzma. You had the code. He just backs up to the, the loading <laughs> dock. And, yeah. Yeah. Kuzma was our dynasty rep for our ping pong tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we, we, we used his table. table. We got a table there. Kuzma's like a world-class athlete, but... Didn't uh, bring my A game that night. No. <laughs> we, had a, we had some folks show up that night. To, to, I'm ready to, to play, play again, pong. though. I've been practicing. We, we had some folks. The cup is? Oh, that we had the cup. Yeah. <laughs> we, give away? We, have a, we have a dynasty cup over there actually made we have a dynasty cup that was made for the champion of the ping pong actually did you see it that's see? fantastic I, I just like that we've just discovered something that jeff is not good at well he it's was, rare he was, yeah. it's he rare. was salty <laughs> no, i now found yeah, myself that, wishing yeah. i could have seen jeff playing ping pong i will say that. jeff is is a, is a very good ping pong player but there were some people here that were really. I don't really want to good. touch yeah. it because I don't own it. Look, look at the look at the cup. Oh, that's an amazing so, cup. So look at the turn that around. We have our logo on the front of that. So we have oh, one, dang. Of our, one of our. This, buddies. this is one of the times where podcasts fall short. Yeah, you can't. But can. this it's, is this is a spectacular reward no, we'll for whoever vanquishes Jeff and ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some weight too. Uh, it does. We have a, one of our friends who's one of our in-house friend welders that 
does odd jobs and makes kind of interesting mechanical oh, wow. products for us here in the brewery. They're yeah. one-offs. Hey, we need to do this. Yeah. And he said, well, yeah, well, I'll make you one. No problem. And he actually That's fantastic. CNC'd the D and then put it on there, welded it on there. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, and he brought it in two days later. Here you go. It's like, oh. That's we really thought cool. Kuzma was going to raise that in glory. <laughs> Next time. Next time, Jeff. Back to that podcast we did on humility. That's right. Hey, yeah. Yeah. hey so, every once in a while, you got to get knocked down so you can yeah. get back up again. You get back up. Tastes good. I've never seen Jeff lose twice. When are we doing that again? Whatever. We, you know, once COVID is over, this COVID. Uh, <laughs> Hey, ping pong is socially distanced. I think you're fine. It's true. It is. We, yeah, once, yeah. once COVID is over, we can we can actually. You know, you're right. Yeah, you I think we're limited to 25 people in here right now. But you could we could set it up this way. I was going to say, put the tables outdoors. Let the weather play a factor. A little wind, a little crosswind. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> so there, there were a couple of players that could play though, right, Jeff? Awesome. Jeff can play. Jeff is modest. Jeff is a, uh, is a very good ping pong player. He'd be. I think all of us in here, unless someone's good. But there was a couple dudes that were like different level. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I was a little out of practice. You weren't expecting <laughs> guys to be. I mean, there were some dudes. Yeah. Who went, they, they brought the their own paddles. Me. They had their own ping pong ball. <laughs> That's when you got to watch out. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, they this guy's like. Ooh. I mean, I think I could take them, no question. But I just wasn't ready. If you had to race, <laughs> you'd kill them. But ping pong. Man. You didn't stretch first, did you? That was the problem. He stretched. <laughs> I drank too much beer before I played is what the real problem is. That's, that's the problem is you go to all these activities at the breweries and it's like, mm, I'm not bringing my A game. Well, as I listen to you guys talk, again, there's just there's so much joy that I'm hearing. I mean, it's in the creative process. It's in the people you get to spend time with, the people you get to invite into this. And for as long as we've been recording, I've been looking at the, the message that you have inscribed over the taps. Um which again, dynasty brewing, you know, the, the dynasty of the first four presidents all being Virginian. And so you've got this quote from Thomas Jefferson that says, beer, if drunk with moderation, softens the temper, cheers the spirit and promotes health. Like, w- What is it about beer that you guys just love so much that you've dedicated this much of your life? I mean, Fabio, the last, what was it, 20 years of your life? 30, basically. Tra- 30. Travis, I mean, this, this is not what you're spending all of your non-professional time doing. Like, what is it about beer that... Yeah, it is a social aspect. <laughs> yeah. It's both bottom on Conversations you have with people. Yeah, he breaks the ice a little bit. Right? It's a social lubricant. Inhibits ambitions. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it takes it's, the edge off. But it's definitely the... What I liked about small breweries is that part of it. That people come in and they quickly share their stories about their lives. Whatever reason, like they yeah. just open up, you know, like yeah. it's not a regular bar in the sense, it's not a regular restaurant. I'm a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. You hear the stories. Everyone has a story to tell, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody has a life. All of us. And then for some reason, yeah. small breweries kind of open up people to do that. Yeah, is that because maybe what you're saying is that because we're we're passionate what we're doing and. Therefore, people open up about their passions. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I'm happy about that. That that people are willing to share, and that's what I really like about it. Right. I gotta say, it's been tough the last you know year. You know, it's always been good that uh, less social interaction, and then uh, and uh, we can kind of focus a little bit on our product. You know, I mean, I could just like more like I can really fine tune on the the science of things. Now that's on the social part of it. 
Uh, but I do miss that social interaction yeah. that, that you know, the regulars and creating new regulars, right? Yeah. Right. You know, that's been the best, you know, the fun part about Friday and Saturdays. We have, would have a new crowd come in, especially Saturdays. People just like, you know, cruise around on Saturdays, try to see what's new and about. Right. The new breweries are doing, then I would love to be here on Saturdays and talk to people about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we do miss that right now. It'll come back. But we do miss that aspect. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, I think that's the, that's the, that's what I like about it. It's yeah. that the people, right? The people, yeah. It's the people aspect, right? We're not yeah. going to remember anything else, but remember the people, right? All of our jobs. That's why I tell people work. You can be replaced tomorrow. You're only going to remember the people and the fun times you have with the people. Because everyone's going to be replaced eventually. It doesn't matter. Your job is not as important as we think it is. <laughs> that's true it isn't we all get wrapped up around that think it is so here we have fun with it and it's people yeah. and experimenting right yeah doing crazy stuff kind of that's awesome you know one thing that's you know strikes me about this is and this gets a little bit into some stuff you guys talked about on strong towers but this right here is a story of someone who pursued a passion yep right and he had the um cojones i don't know the gumption the whatever you want to call it to step out and pursue a passion of something that was outside of his comfort zone and his area of expertise and so I'm just a big cheerleader because it's that's what it's really it that's what all of us really deep down are we're, you know there's things that we have passions about and things we want to go do and even me personally things you want to go do but there's always this I don't know I don't know I you know this is not a good time I got kids in going to college and I I don't know and well that's kind of risky but um I guess I'm talking mostly to Travis is like, he said, well, you know what? I'm going to step out and I'm going to do it. And, you know, I just think that that is this really a huge story and a really a great thing that you did. I mean, all the reasons why you shouldn't have done this man, yeah. like, but you did. And you I'm just, car. uh, getting a new car out of it. I haven't even got a new car yet. No, I haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't got a new car yet. No, it's the joke. I, I give a lot of credit to Pat, my, our other partner with Fabio. Is Pat? He and I together were a good team because we were the yin and the yang. He uh, came up with ideas, and we we chew on them, and then we, we we decided to move forward. And Pat had the gumption and and kind of the, uh, if you will, the business expertise to do a detailed business plan to show me, and then I had the connections and people, and I could connect people and get I. You know, Pat told me one day, he's like, I'm not going to tell you this, but you're a genius because you got Fabio, but I'm never going to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that. And I, I, I believe it because Fabio was the glue. I mean, we had, we had, we were kind of three, three different talent sets, really. And we, we got them together and it, it turned into this. Now, what will this turn into? Who knows? But we have fun yeah. along the way. Yeah, we're going to have fun along the way. But, you know, as Jeff said, you pursue, don't be afraid to pursue it. Like I said, Pat helped me with the push, though. Right. Well, so I love that. Yeah. That, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I'm really passionate about something. Let me jump off the deep end and do it. But you're yeah. like, well, wait, hey, hold on, cowboy. Let's let's do a little bit of homework yeah. to make sure we're not being idiots I mean, here, I, I think which you, you did. All great people, I mean, you've got to learn to fail, right? 
I mean, if we fail in this, we do it again. I think, Fabio. I mean, oh, we, yeah. the fun, the, <laughs> almost the most enjoyable aspect of this was was building this brewery out and getting it started, and the, the troubles of getting the regulations and all the paperwork done. And, and and I mean, to me, it's almost like the chase was really exhilarating, yeah. right? Oh, we've we've taken this step. Oh, we got to paint the building. Oh, we got to find the building. I mean, we're here now, and now it's not the daily grind, but hey, okay, now you got to produce, got to make beers. What are we going to do next week? It's that exhilaration of chasing it. So, and and a lot of people fail. I mean, all the all the all the great I think people in history have failed. Oh yeah. If you can't fail and learn how to and deal with failure, then I mean that's what life is, right? To me, I don't know. We all fail more than we succeed, but you have fun along the way, and you learn from your failures, right? Yeah. I don't know. In my mind. Yeah. So we're not afraid. I guess we're not afraid to fail. Yeah, it's easy, I guess. To, that, it's that, easy that, to say. It's us. easy to say, Travis. Well, it, it is. But, but you, you've really stepped out on that. Well, I think. I think we're not, we, we, we manage our failure in some sense. I get your saying, Jeff. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. still going into this, like with Pat and, uh, and Travis, like this is what they were willing to put in, yeah. and what we could do, and how we, you know, what happens if we, can, we can't get out of it, you know, financially, like. Okay, well, this is the worst case. Like, yeah. we can survive this. Right, you know. Yeah, worst case, we can survive and have fun. But I was we were confident. I was definitely confident we can make enough product that we, yeah. you know, good beer and we can sell it. Have you know, you know, like just making you know, going back to what you're saying, like, yeah, you can make a product, but you have to have a community of people come on, come in. That's what we're working on, trying to create that community, continue we'll, to build our yeah. customer yeah. base and community. Yeah, but we're really not afraid to, afraid to fail, though. I think that's important because. You know, we're, we'll make, I mean, our decision process isn't, it's, it's, it's not so formalized where we're, you know what I mean? We sit around agonizing about decisions. We make a decision to go with it. If it fails, so what? We move on. I mean, if the Little Debbie Stouts really sucks, <laughs> then we'll, we won't brew it again. If it's good, we probably won't brew it again for another year anyway. Right. Or two years, because we're just going to have, we'll have uh, zebra hot, cakes yeah. after that. <laughs> we will. We'll, try yeah. Twinkies. Yeah. we'll do yeah. Twinkies. We'll do Twinkies. We'll do Ho-Ho. We'll, I mean, yeah. we will. Just yeah. to keep what's going. So, I don't know. I think that's what's helped me, really. Because I'm not afraid to fail. Because if this fails, I'll walk away and I'll be happy. Well, you, you kind of enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah. You kind of enjoy the, so. the, the funny part of it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I kinda, you're right. You're right. Because I, I, it doesn't bother me. You're right. No, you're like, oh, that's, oh, that beer is terrible. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah that sucks. Well, let's listen to another one. Yeah, that probably makes us crazy, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the... Oh, I can't believe we spent like three weeks working on this thing. It's terrible. Like, oh, it is terrible. Yeah, dump it. So let's get out of here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but having that combination too, I mean, again, just listening to the back and forth between you guys and, and Jeff, I mean, who obviously, you know, these guys pretty well, just like you said, the combination of talents, the combination of giftings, the, the, the combined passion, but the way that you complement each other is just, it's really cool to see the interaction and the, the creativity and the, the dedication to a particular thing and the, you know, just the fun. I mean, it's just, it's really been a lot of fun for us to sit here and, and get to know you guys a little better, to see some of that passion and that joy come out um, and to taste. I mean, thank you again for sharing the fruits of your labor, but to taste the fruits of that passion. I mean, this is delicious and you all need to come check this out as yeah, soon as possible. Definitely. But I mean, it's just, it, it's so, it's so much fun. And you guys talked about loving hearing, loving the chance to hear people's stories. Right. And we're the same way. And we've just, we've loved the chance to hear the story of dynasty brewing and to hear what brought you guys together and what keeps you going. And, and I just love, I mean, especially in, 
in the 21st century that your dreams for the future are not to become the next Anheuser-Busch. We don't want it's the antithesis of what we want. Right. Yeah, yeah. But to keep We don't being, want to do that. We want to make three families happy and fun. Right. That's it. Yeah. Right. We don't have these, right? I mean, that's Fabio, that's time. I mean, we, yeah. we talk about that often. Just have three families. Yeah. Have fun and enjoy ourselves along the way. We grow modestly, but not to the point where right. it's going to impact what we're about. Right. I really appreciate the opportunity to hang out with you guys. Jeff, it's always a pleasure to have you back. Is there anything else we need to know about these guys that they have not shared as we've had this chance to tell, to watch you guys tell on each other? I don't know. I mean, Travis is a West Virginia boy. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got a little bit of that going for him. Um, Hillbilly, yeah. but he's always good because he gets me out of the house you know i don't <laughs> i don't get out as much as i should and i think maybe a lot of us might say that that you know and i mean that's what strong towers are is all about too is about promoting community and getting out and you know i always think gosh i got so much going on right. i gotta go back to the farm i got kids i got activities you know and you know travis you've always been really really good for as long as i've known you of getting me out like <laughs> pulling me in and I know I've appreciated that because when I get to come and I get to hang out you know I just I just enjoy the community and I mean that's been Travis's I think is his biggest strength is just the community aspect yeah you know just pulls a lot of people in he knows a lot of people and people you know gravitate and he promotes a great community atmosphere and I mean I I come in here and, and, and laugh and enjoy and like, man, I gotta get out more. And so I always tell Travis, man, don't, don't, don't leave me. Don't, don't forget about me. And so he's always good about hitting me up. BC West, right there by Acoustic Leesburg. Yeah, Dynasty Brewing West. Dynasty Brewing West. So it's, I guess it underscores. It always underscores and reminds me of the importance of community. Yeah. And, you know, we're drinking beer and it's good beer. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, the underlying tone here that you've heard is, I mean. Beers, what do they say? That's like the medium kind of thing, but it it's really the conversations that happen around these little tables that you built yourself from West Virginia wood from your barn, right? Right. And right. Uh, yeah. you know, just the, the stories that we tell, and the you know, and that's who makes us who we are, and motivates us, I guess. At least motivates me. So it's more. It's not just about the beer, you know. Although yeah. good beer helps. <laughs> oh, it helps a lot. It helps yeah. a lot. Oh, for it sure. helps a lot. <laughs> for sure. And I think on that note, we're going to stop recording and just sit around and talk some more because Jeff just did the best wrap up we've ever had. Seriously. So, cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. About that, but I got to go potty. <laughs> <laughs> That's you it. Guys, you guys got social media. You guys got uh, anything yes. you want to share? At, at, Brew, at Brew Dynasty is our um, Instagram and our Twitter account is at Brew Dynasty as well. And Facebook is, we have a Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly what it is. And the party's at Dynasty West? Is that what you said? What is uh, that? <laughs> Dynasty West is our other location. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So if y'all are, are Loudoun County local, definitely come check them out in Ashburn. If you're going to uh, head up this way, there is, is definitely a, a beer tour. You can, I don't know, you can probably spend a week doing a beer tour in Loudoun County, but make sure that Dynasty is, is a stop on your list. A lot of good breweries. Most definitely. Stop and visit. Catch up now. Yep. We'll uh, 
Well, thank you guys for being part of this conversation. Sure. Travis, Fabio, this thank was you. a pleasure. Jeff, wherever you are in the back, thank you, man, for making this introduction. <laughs> uh, and, and as you said so beautifully, I mean, this is what Strong Towers is about. It's about connection. And we thank you for the opportunity to, to share a little bit of the connection that you guys have created and the connections that you're so passionate about. So on behalf of Travis and Fabio and Jeff, John, Mike, and Tom, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers, to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strong towers for your chance to score some strong tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all and we'll see you back here real soon.